This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Barbecue Store, the official provider of barbecue supplies to listeners of Pitmaster. It's fall, it's football season, and holidays are right around the bend. That doesn't mean that the grilling and smoking stops. From smokers and fuel to rubs and sauces, the Kansas City Barbecue Store has everything and anything you could want. Make the Kansas City Barbecue Store your one-stop shop for all your outdoor cooking needs. As a listener of the Old Virginia Smoke Pitmaster podcast, you can get 10% off of your order this fall by using the code PITPOD, P-I-T-P-O-D, for online orders at www.thekansascitybbqstore.com. So keep on smoking, folks. Welcome to another episode of Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, and this week... Uh, we've had a couple, we've had one interview in the chamber for a while, but I decided to hold off this week so that we could call this week champions week because we've had two majors in three weeks and I am very, very thrilled to have with us tonight, my good friend, Chris Schaefer from heavy smoke, the new reigning Jack Daniels barbecue world champion. How's that What's sound, up, buddy? How, how's that sound? It's crazy. It's I, I guess it's good that we're not gonna have video on your podcast because I I can't wipe the smile off my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I'm gonna give you just a brief rundown of where I was. Uh, I was driving back from a contest in Maryland, and I had I had the award streaming, and you got your third call, and I went like my I like punched the ceiling of the truck <laughs> and I went Schaefer just won the fucking Jack. And then I went into a bad cell area and, <laughs> and then I had to park the trailer and then I didn't know what was going on. And then somebody called me and confirmed. Uh, so when you got that third call, what was the emotion that was running through you at that point? Well, um, funny story so i'm sitting with a chicken and a rib call and brad texts me and says are you nervous and i said not really because that many teams that many awesome teams it's a major anything can happen you know yeah um i got that brisket call and my phone goes ding and i look at it and it's brad and it says how about now (laughs) (laughs) um you know I, i you never expect to win a major you just don't you know what i mean like you expect to put in good food. You hope to get good tables. You you always want to win, but I feel like you don't expect it. And so when I got that call, you know, it's, it, it's somewhat of a low call. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, all right, <laughs> no Sid, no Kelly, no Robert, no Janky. You know what I mean? I'm just sitting there going, I, I just need to not hear some of my really good friends' names, unfortunately, you know. And um, he gets to like fourth place and he goes – Oh, we haven't heard this name yet. And I was like, yes. And then it was like, <laughs> he's like third place. Oh, we haven't heard this name yet. And he says Southern Dutch. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> and I believe it might've been the top four calls. He said it four or three of the four. And then he gets to that first place and he says slaps. And A, I'm so stoked for Joe. And B, I'm so stoked that none of those calls, teams got their third call. So when I got the call, I was excited, but I, I 
you still don't think he got it. You know what I mean? When nobody else got a call after that, then my anxiety went through the roof. <laughs> That's amazing. And I can, I know when you got the third call, what just my emotions as being your friend was, you know, so I can only imagine, uh, what was it like when they said heavy smoke? Well, um, it's crazy, man. So let me back up. Can I back up? Yeah. When I get that brisket call, you know, you still don't think you got it, but on the way up there, Darren gives me a hug and goes, here's where your butthole puckers, bud. (laughs) And I I was like, well, if Darren thinks I'm in the mix, I'm in the mix. You know what I mean? Um, You know, when they're counting down the top 10 and I know I'm the only three call team, the other thing I'm thinking is the only thing I didn't get a call in was pork and pork was my best category and pork has been my best, my best category in KCBS for three, four years, you know? And I thought it was the best thing I turned in all day. So that made me feel that much better to have three calls and then a no call in my best category. But we saw two weeks ago, you know, Joe had three calls at the Royal and finishes third. And so anything can happen, you know? Right. And so they're, you know, they're counting down the top 10 and it's like, um, I'm, I'm nervous and I'm anxious. And then, you know, janky earth, I think smoke me silly goes six. And Janky goes, or no, they go seven. Janky goes six. Joe goes five. Like Kelly goes four. And I'm like, man, that was, that was all the names. You know what I'm saying? Like that I, that I had in my head, I kind of forgot about Sid. Sid had two really good calls and he's a good cook and he's not, he's not the kind of guy that's going to drop a category, you know? And so I hadn't really thought about Sid. So they said Sid and I'm like, I'm like, man, this is uh, this is unreal. Like, it's got to gotta be me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, right at that time, my daughter taps me on the shoulder. And I said, what's up, babe? And she goes, can we leave? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, what would you say? And she's like, can we go? I'm so hungry and I'm tired. And I go, well, babe, they have to announce the winner still. And I don't want to be like, and it's probably me. Right. You know? <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she goes, I thought that was the winner. And I said, nope, that was the reserve. They still got to announce the winner. And she's like, okay. And then um, if you watch Phil Breeden's video, because he recorded me the whole time, right before they say it, she taps me on the shoulder again. And I I said, uh, I look over and she goes, I hope you win, Daddy. And I was like, thanks, baby. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) and I was like, all right, that makes up for it a little bit. And uh they said, you know, they said heavy smoke and like, I, I expected it, but I didn't, if that makes sense. And, yeah. uh, I, I fly out of my seat, throw my hands in the air. Um, and it's, it's like a feeling like no other on the way to the stage, Darren said, there's nothing like winning the Jack. And, you know, I've, I've won, I've won two world championships before that and the Jack is, it's like nothing else, man. Like there's, I've never had a feeling in my life like that. It was insane. That that story about your daughter is amazing, dude. That is amazing. God, it made me cry. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing was too is like there's no secret in barbecue that I've been in a slump all summer. It's been a it's been a it's been a topic of discussion. And uh, when I got that chicken call, I sat down and she goes, "Hey, daddy, you finally got a call." And I'm like, "Yeah, thanks, kid." Like, <laughs> the, you know. There's no, there's no filter, man. There's no filter in kids. It's just brutal honesty. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I was happy she said it. It was good. 
So you had uh, sounds like you had most of your family out there. Yeah, my uh, my you know, my dad cooks me every week, and then my wife and my wife Danielle, my daughter Peyton, and my mom Sandy was out there too. That's incredible that you got to share all of that with all of them. That is something. Well, cool thing is, is that um, you know my wife just doesn't go to a lot of competitions. She doesn't dig it. You know what I mean? Like if it's somewhere cool, like we went to smoke with Smithfield, New Orleans. She went and she was like sightseeing the whole time. She, I mean, she wasn't there. She showed up for awards basically, you know, and that was just because she wanted to take a selfie with uh, Tuffy. That was it. <laughs> and uh, so she doesn't really care. My mom's, my mom's gone to a handful of them, but I've literally never done well with them there. And so they, they get to, uh, they, you know, they get to feeling like they're bad luck in a way. And so they don't, they don't want to <laughs> come to them. So it was cool to have them there and, and win, you know, what I consider the, the biggest competition out there. This podcast is brought to you by BarbecueData.com. BarbecueData.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data. Historical data, calls, wins, placements, everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast can receive 20% off of a new subscription to BarbecueData.com with the code PITPOD. That's one word. All capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, pit pod. So check your team scores, check on others, and do it all on barbecuedata.com. So you're growing up to the stage, man, and people are congratulating you. You got any really cool stories about anything anybody said to you or interactions? I do, do, but I want to explain something first, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, you probably hate guys like me because I just like to talk. But no, man, I love. That. I wish. <laughs> I I wish there's a feeling that I wish I could explain properly, or that I could like bottle it and sell it. Like when you're sitting there waiting, and they call the reserve, and that you know they're up there talking, they're building anticipation as is you know they're they're supposed to do building suspense. It feels like the room is closing in on you because. You know, most competitions, this doesn't happen. But if you watch every year at the Jack, it does. Most people have a good idea who won and they start moving towards them. You know what I mean? My buddy Jordan with Janky Leg was set up on the complete other side during awards. And I look over and he's standing right behind me. And people, (laughs) you know, I I look over and Joe's right there and Fred Robles is right there. And people just start moving in like they're going to be close because they want to congratulate you. They want to bear hug you. when you're sitting there, I'm just trying to look forward and pay attention to what's going on and not pay attention to everything else. But I swear to you, man, it feels like the room is closing in on you as your friends inch closer. And like, man, I wish I wish I could let people feel that feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it is crazy. And then <laughs> that's amazing, dude. They said that they you know, said our name and I, I stand up and I pick up my daughter. I lift her in the air. I give her a big hug. I tell her I love her. She tells me she loves me. Wife gives me a hug. I turn around. My mom's there. I give my mom a big hug. And then and then it's like I start going to buddies. You know what I mean? And friend after friend after friend. And it's like I realized I won, but it hadn't hit me what I did. It just really didn't, you know? And then all, all my buddies always joke. When I won the KCBS Invitational, my buddies are like, doesn't count. Darren wasn't there. Or, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? They always, give me, they always give me trouble. They're like, oh, well, Darren hasn't won that one. So that's not a real, that's not a real world championship and that kind of thing. <laughs> And I, I just round the corner and there's Darren and Darren gives me this giant bear hug and he says, welcome to the club. And I was like, holy cow, like the goat, you know what I mean? The goat, like the guy, you know, 
one of the guys that I hold in the highest regard in competition barbecue says, welcome to the club. And I swear to you, man, you can watch the video. I, I, I get out of that hug from Darren and right there standing Bill Gillespie. And Bill gives me a hug and says, welcome to the club. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and then I go through tons of people. You know, I remember immediately Paul Bua, my friends with Big Boots Barbecue, which is a St. Louis team, and um, Sherry Worth. And just, you know, moving my way down the path. And it, I think it took four minutes to get to the stage, you know. And I get to the actual, like, aisle, and uh, there's Tuffy. And Tuffy gives me a giant hug and says, welcome to the club. And I was like, man, that's that's how elite this thing is right now. You know what I mean? Like, it was like those those three guys who I hold in such high regard saying welcome to the club was like, God damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, you'll laugh about this because I was talking about my wife. Uh, Tuffy gives me a hug, says welcome to the club, says congratulations. And I said, hey, Tuffy, can I ask a favor of you? And he said, what's that? I said, will you take a selfie with my wife? And he's like, what? And I'm like, she's been trying for three years to get a <laughs> selfie with you. And she wants a selfie. And Tuffy's like, yeah, buddy, I got you. <laughs> it was so dumb. So keep making my way to the stage, man. Getting up there. You know, um, like I said, it took it took like a solid three, four minutes to even get up there. You know, everybody hugging you. And um, Anello with Snake River and all of that, you know. And get up there and just mobbing you. There's so many cameras. And so many people going, hey, over here, hey, hey, over here, hey, hey. And you don't even know where to look, taking pictures and all of that. And it's funny, they made my daughter get out of the picture because it's the jack and she's a minor. And so yeah. so she gets out, and my wife gets out and she walks around. I look over and Tuffy's standing next to my wife. And I go, Tuffy, <laughs> that's my wife. And then I watch her take her phone out and take a selfie with Tuffy while we're up on stage. That's um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. I, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, on the way up there, Darren said that there's nothing like it, and like uh, he's right, man. There's there's nothing like it. And you then we've talked a little bit today, and you said it's just been a whirlwind. Yes. And uh, um, you want me to just, talk through that? <laughs> sure, man. Give it a little bit. Yeah. So you know, I I've, I've won I won the KSPS Invitational uh, twice, essentially, and like. You know, you get home and it's a big deal, and you know, there there might be an article here or there or something, but it's nothing like the Jack. Um, you know, the the the, the press team or PR team or whatever for the Jack has already pushed everything out to every media outlet that you can. And I was up there on stage, and they basically was like, "Hey, I need I need some quick quotes," and I I gave them a couple quotes, and they put a press release together, and they got it out. And this morning, it's like five a.m. I'm getting texts like, "You're on the news." Hey, here's this article. Hey, wow. It's, and it's, and it's blowing up and uh, um, there's, you know, there's, there's pictures, there's videos, there's articles, there's everything. And um, I get to the restaurant and I'm like, Hey man, we're going to, I think, I think we're going to have a rough day, you know? And uh, my partner's like, I'll bring it on. And uh, so like I was telling you, I had two employees not show up today. So my, my business partner's in the kitchen cooking. I'm on the register ringing people out and we are getting manhandled. Uh, but you know, by by the end of my lunch rush, um, I, I I had like nine nine or ten podcasts scheduled, and uh, I, I think I moved you two times because you're flexible, you know. Um, <laughs> I had I had a radio station call, and they're like, "Hey, we're live, so we have to be during this time." And I'm like, uh, "I got two other podcasts," and they're like, "Well, can you move them?" I almost want to tell them to piss off, but I'm like, "Yeah, I guess so," you know. Right. Um, 
but yeah, so, you know, I got a couple today. I think I got four or five tomorrow. I got a couple on Wednesday and I got a handful of people that they're still trying to get stuff scheduled. And I, I, I think I just completely underestimated that aspect of winning the Jack, you know? Right. Well, as I like to say, for those of us that, you know, this is also a career, you know, it was when we were on the TV show, it was like TV star on Monday, selling nachos on, on Thursday, you were world champion well, Saturday and cashier on Monday. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I had, um, uh, I, I forgot, I forgot who it was. Oh, Christy Vanover. She yeah. sent me, she sent me a message and said, congrats. And she sent me a bunch of pictures of stuff that she took. And she's like, well, safe travels home. And I was like, I'm selling barbecue right now. Like not, not, not safe travels. I'm working in the restaurant. You know what I mean? All right. Um, I got to be on the pits at 5 a.m. tomorrow because, because we're shorthanded. You know what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> there's, there's no time to really stop and, and pretend to be a, a champion because when you get home, nobody really cares. You got a job to do. Well, you are a champion and man, just hearing your emotion about it is, is awesome. And uh, I couldn't be more happy for you, buddy. Couldn't have it to a Appreciate better it. guy. And uh, yeah, talk about breaking a slump. Yeah, man. <laughs> I probably said I probably said the term slump buster four hundred times on the way to the stage. That's another. That's another real cool story too. So, you know, Joe um, Joe Pierce has become one of my best friends in barbecue and really in the world, right? When you get to know Joe, he's just not, there's no many, there's not a lot of better dudes than Joe, right? There isn't, no. And uh, you were talking about tearing up. I might tear up from this more so. <sighs> I, I, I talked to Joe for quite a while a week ago, and he was just like, man, like, I know you're in a slump and I know you're struggling, but he's like, you know how to cook. Like, you know what you're doing. He's like, you know your flavors work. Like, you, you, like, you, something's wrong. We don't know what it is, but you know, you got to figure it out kind of thing, you know? And he, he kind of said like, man, if you're, if you're soft and chicken, pull back a little bit. If you think your hair tight and ribs go a little longer, he's like, if you cook four ounce chicken, cook four and a half ounce chicken. He's like, just, just change something because you've done this all summer and it's not working, you know? And he, he just gave me such great feedback. And, you know, I think on my Facebook post, I said a pep talk, but it was just like, it was like a true friend to friend saying, Hey man, like, let's get you figured out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I get there and I realized I forgot my chicken rub and, uh, I've been running a variation of Billy Hines chicken. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I go over and I was like, Hey man, you got any chicken rub? He's like, yeah, we're going to make some. I'm like, why don't you make double the batch? And they're like, all right. So, uh, so <laughs> they make my chicken rub, you know, um, you know, Brad is constantly, you know, helping and things like that. Either way, the moral of the story is I had a lot of help, you know, I had a lot of guys kind of get me back on the track, but, you know, Joe wins the or loses the Royal last weekend, the second day. If, if that dude just hits his average in ribs, he wins the Royal. Yep. And in Saturday, if Joe hits his average in pork, he's RGC. And if he has a good pork day, he beats me. And that dude basically lost two majors in as many weeks by probably just some bad tables because he's cooking lights out. And he was the first guy. He was the first guy. They oh. hadn't even said my. He hadn't even said my name yet. <laughs> he comes up. He shakes my hand and he says, "He goes, this is going to be a hell of a slump buster, bro." And I'm happy it's you. <laughs> and it's like, what a guy! He is an incredible human, and he's also become one of my best friends, barbecue yep. or not. Uh, that guy is there for you in a sandstorm. I mean, he yep. he is dead solid. 
He just, oh, you know, he just, it's like, it's like he obviously is the best and wants to be the best, but he's so stoked for his friends. And that's like, it's hard to be that guy. You know what I mean? Like one of my best friends in the world, uh, Billy Hine wins the Royal last year and I'm so stoked for him, but I am legitimately pissed off. I had no calls and like, I'm sure Joe was mad, but you couldn't tell for a second. He was mad. He was just stoked for me, you know, Absolutely. and that, and, and that's barbecue, man. That's, that's why you and I keep coming back and doing this because the people that we're surrounded by, whether we have success or not, um, the community brings us back. Yeah, man. Well, Chris, I couldn't be happier for you, buddy. Please tell your dad I said congrats as well. And, uh, man, it's just awesome when you see one of your friends do so well and, and just and to do something so momentous. That's crazy, man. It's, you know, winning the jack. And uh, I, my dad was elated. Obviously, my mom has been a maniac. I think she's made like <laughs> 400 Facebook posts and uh, she's so proud, you know, but uh, <laughs> we left and we had two, we had separate vehicles. We were driving separate back to the hotel and I text my dad like, like 20 minutes after we left and it just said, remember that time we won the jack? <laughs> 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 that's great that's great man well listen hey I know hey, you... hey that's your title what <laughs> remember the time, <laughs> that we time... Won the jack? yeah that might be it there's a couple there's a couple good title phrases in there uh i generally let my producer guy pick those um it's funny just because he this is uh, your story will and he'll love it uh, just because he's a big barbecue fan and he loves the emotion and the love around it and hearing the stories about, you know, how great and how gracious people are. And that's what, you know, the reason that he does it. And, uh, man, I couldn't be happy for you. Congratulations. World champion. Are you going to go to Houston? Oh, for sure. I'm already putting a team together. That's amazing. <laughs> I got to figure out how to cook half chickens. Oh yeah. That's fun. I did that at world foods last year and got second to last. So we got to figure it out. Yeah. Don't, uh, well, I'll go ahead and tell you a piece of advice that was given to me because I did it once before too. And I hung them in the drum. And I mean, when I dipped them in the sauce, they were beautiful. I mean, laid them in the box. I'm like, all right, Texas, you know, come yeah. get this. And Adam, <laughs> Adam Gautro from uh, Cajun Blaze walks by and he goes, that's really cute. I said, I said, what? He goes, that's cute. They look really cute. I said, these are perfect. He goes, nah, man. He goes, chicken, you got to cook it till it looks like a hostage. Just beat and burned to shit. And that phrase has always stuck with me because it was just so horrible. But it was also <laughs> funny in the moment. And I was like, this guy's full of shit. He didn't know what he's talking about. And I, and I finished next to last in chicken that day. And uh, I went in, I actually went in and followed my box and saw the other entries. And I was like, he was right. Everybody else's chicken looks like my uncle Ray made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was at world foods and I was cooking on the Weber smoky mountain and Reagan goes, Hey man, you should be taking that in the bottom of that thing. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, take it apart and just throw it in the coals. <laughs> I was like, okay, Reagan. Like, <laughs> and he was not, right. Not far off. Not far off. Well, my friend, I know you got a lot on your plate. Congratulations. And, uh, 
thank you for being on here and again congratulations man that is it's uh great to see that big giant grin on your face thanks buddy it means a lot <laughs> thank you for listening to pitmaster an old virginia smoke podcast be sure to subscribe and like the podcast rate the podcast and to share it out with all your friends also be sure to check out the old virginia smoke youtube channel as well tune in next week for another great episode of pitmaster for companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is edited by Chris Sedanka. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is a property of Old Virginia Smoke LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022.